Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, we're going to discuss the 1975 Dallas Cowboys. 1975 was supposed to be a season of rebuilding for the Cowboys. Veterans Bob Lilly, Cornell Green, Dave Manders, and Walt Garrison had all retired during the offseason. Bob Hayes was traded to the 49ers, John Nylon to the Eagles, Craig Morton to the Giants, and Calvin Hill joined the World Football League. That's a lot of big shoes to fill. Most of the so-called experts had predicted a long season for the Dallas Cowboys. Most said they would be fortunate to finish with a 500 winning percentage, and the playoffs were highly unlikely. But what experts fail to understand is that the Cowboys don't rebuild, they reload. Led by the Cowboys' vice president, Gilbert, the scouting team for the Cowboys, pulled off one of the best drafts in NFL history. In all, 12 rookies made the team, and among them were offensive tackle Pat Donovan, who went on to a great career, earning Pro Bowl honors four times. Middle linebacker Bob Brunig went on to play in three Pro Bowls, and guard Herb Scott was also a three-time Pro Bowl selection. But perhaps the best all-around athlete on the team, Thomas Henderson, became one of the best outside linebackers in the league until a drug addiction led to his downfall. One of the players, a young man named Randy White, had a Hall of Fame career. They nicknamed him the Manster and tagged the 12 rookies as the Dirty Dozen. Preston Pearson was another valuable addition to the team who came over from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Along with Pearson and the Dirty Dozen, the Cowboys still had seasoned veterans. Players like Rayfield Wright, Jethro Pugh, Leroy Jordan, and Mel Renfro provided valuable leadership. To everyone's surprise, the Cowboys started the season off with four wins in a row and finished the season with 10 wins and four losses. They were to meet the defending NFC champion Minnesota Vikings in the playoffs. The Vikings were heavily favored in this game, but going into the fourth quarter, the Cowboys held the lead at 10-7 in a hard-hitting defensive battle. The Vikings had only one good offensive drive the whole game, but it came at the right time. In the fourth quarter, the Vikings scored the go-ahead touchdown to 
to take a 14-10 lead. Dallas took possession of the ball with under two minutes left in the game, but they couldn't get anything going and faced a fourth down and 16 yards to go. It looked like their Cinderella season was over. But quarterback Roger Staubach thought otherwise and hit Drew Pearson for a 25-yard gain and a first down. Two plays later, from the 50-yard line, Staubach launched a pass to Drew Pearson that was slightly underthrown. Pearson reached back for the ball, caught it against his hip, and ran it in for the winning touchdown. After the game, a reporter asked Staubach about the play, and Staubach said he just threw the ball up and said a Hail Mary prayer. The play would forever be known as the Hail Mary Pass. Dallas traveled to Los Angeles to face a powerful Rams team that destroyed an outstanding St. Louis Cardinals team in the other playoff game. The Rams entered the NFC title game with a 13-2 record. One of those losses came against Dallas in Week 1. But some still refused to give the Cowboys their due, saying they won on a fluke play and ignoring that Dallas had outplayed Minnesota. The Cowboys had outgained the Vikings 356 yards to 215. The Cowboys played their best game of the entire season against the Rams. It was never even close. Dallas beat Los Angeles in every possible way and walked away with a 37-7 victory. Now it was on to Miami for their third Super Bowl appearance. This team that few predicted to finish with a winning record had proven everyone wrong. The Cinderella Dallas Cowboys would be facing the defending Super Bowl champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Once again, no one gave the Cowboys a chance to win. But here they were, leading by a 10-7 score in the fourth quarter. The Steelers went on to win 21-17 in one of the best Super Bowls ever played. But it had been a fantastic season for the Cowboys, and one that no one could have expected. That concludes our podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed it, and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already... We have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and pigskindispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and 
all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcasts. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.